but I also know that I am the only one who has to feel my feelings. I can't pull my emotions out of my body and hand them over to someone else to process. This week asked me the question, am I staying connected to my pain because it's familiar and therefore a more comfortable experience than expressing and experiencing joy? That because embodying my joy is a place that I visit much less often than places like frustration or fear or grief. Am I okay with the idea that in order to choose joy, I might have to get uncomfortable? So about two years ago, I stepped away from a relationship that I thought was gonna be lifelong. And it's been two years. This week, I found myself experiencing a lot of grief and asking myself, why am I still here? Why am I still sad? Why am I not over this? And I know and remind myself that healing is not linear. And there's a lot of good reasons why it would take some time for me to heal from a relationship that was like the one I was in. I was with that person for over a decade, which sounds crazy to even say. We have children together, we shared so many experiences, and we had so many firsts that we shared together. But I also know that I am the only one who has to feel my feelings. I can't pull my emotions out of my body and hand them over to someone else to process. And while I feel like I'm ready to be happy, I'm ready to be at peace, I'm ready to move forward and let this be behind me, I am still constantly and consistently coming up against these emotions of frustration, of grief, of sadness. And finally, I just had to ask myself, am I holding on to this pain because that's all that there is left. The relationship has concluded. The communication is only when necessary. We don't live together anymore. But the pain, the pain is right there in front of me. I can grab it and hold on to it whenever I want to. I get to keep this connection to the past through this vehicle of pain. And I sat with this further, I questioned this further, and I felt the visceral response of my body saying yes because if you let go of the pain that is sending this energy through this core this connection that you have to the past then it'll all really just begin to fade to black but isn't that what I want right I want it to fade we all want our pain our discomfort our dis-ease emotionally to fade away so that we don't have to continue to sit in it and dwell in it and confront it. So if you're listening to this on a podcast, you may be thinking, okay, this is different. This is new. <laughs> I know I normally stay on the topics of breastfeeding and being a doula and holistic childbirth. But in the past few years, a lot has unfolded for me. And I have continuously found myself in a place where I am unearthing and really digging deep on my spiritual path and there's been a lot of insights on this journey but i've definitely had some moments where i felt like i hit a rock bottom i hit a state of being that was really difficult for me to shift out of whether that felt like depression or stress or anxiety and in those moments what helped me so much was being able to listen to someone 
who I can relate to, who maybe has gone through a similar experience, but who has some positive insights to share that can kind of shake me out of my funk or just kind of give me something to hold on to to help me pull out of that heavy space. And so whilst going through these different emotions and journaling and using these different techniques, using these different techniques on my healing path, I kind of felt like, well, maybe I can share these things to help other people on this path too. It kind of reminds me of that meme, I think, of Denzel when he's doing an interview and he's like, I'm from around the way. I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> I had that moment where I felt like I'm down here in the trenches emotionally. I'm doing the work. I'm digging. I'm reflecting. I'm journaling. I'm living life. I want to share why do I have to keep all of these insights to myself. It also made me think about how on YouTube, there's a lot of these like morning motivational videos, um, but they're geared towards men, right? They're men screaming at you like, get up and meet the day, like take an ice bath, run 30 miles, you are strong, <laughs> right? I don't know if you've ever seen or heard those motivational videos, but I asked myself, okay, what would that look like for mothers? What would that look like if someone relatable to me and my experiences created something that was inspirational and uplifting and insightful and i said okay maybe it will look like this when i stepped away from my relationship and my partner it was very strange for me to just be in the world and know that because I've been with this person for so long, of course my family and my friends know that I'm no longer in this relationship, but what they don't know is on that particular day when I'm having a conversation with them or seeing them or hanging out with them, what's going on with me internally? Am I sad that day? Am I frustrated that day? Am I totally freaked out by my new life that day? And it was such, and kind of, sometimes it still is an odd experience to feel like you go out into the world and you have to put this mask on and this brave face on to just be, right? We don't wanna be running errands at the grocery store, you know, breaking down crying or, <laughs> you know, in the midst of some emotional turmoil while we're just trying to live life. So I just wanted to create a place where mothers can feel seen, feel heard, feel related to, get a little medicine on the way. I wanted to share a little quote from a book that I really love. I actually need to finish this book. It's called The Untethered Soul. And I flipped this open to a random page before I started filming and almost cried <laughs> because of how congruent and resonant it was with what I'm talking about. So this is from the untethered soul chapter 10 stealing freedom from for your soul and i remember reading that title and being like what does that even mean stealing freedom for your soul the prerequisite to true freedom is to decide that you do not want to suffer anymore you must decide that you want to enjoy your life 
and that there is no reason for stress, inner pain, or fear. Every day we bear a burden that we should not be bearing. We fear that we are not good enough or that we will fail. We experience insecurity, anxiety, and self-consciousness. We fear that people will turn on us, take advantage of us, or stop loving us. All of these things burden us tremendously as we try to have open and loving relationships and as we try to succeed and express ourselves. There's an inner weight that we carry. This weight is the fear of experiencing pain, anguish, or sorrow. Every day, we are either feeling it or we are protecting ourselves from feeling it. It is such a core influence that we don't even realize how prevalent it is. Now, I do want to say that this book, like other modern American spiritual type of books, can sometimes read like, just be present, be the moment, be here now, meditate, and everything will be fine, right? <laughs> and so I don't, I don't want to give that message of like, just don't think about your problems, just be here now. Because it's not really always that simple. There is work to be done. There is emotions and feelings to think that books like this and passages like that do offer contrasts for us to take into our journaling or our meditation or just to sit with the things that trigger us often are the things that need to be triggered. After reading that, I asked myself, Am I protecting myself from the unknown feelings, experiences, emotions on the other side of my pain? I committed to creating this state of being through the repetition of thoughts and the thoughts creating emotions and the emotions creating a physical experience in my body. Am I committed to that? Because what's on the other side of me really actually letting go is unknown and have I created a habit of being more comfortable holding on to my pain because it's connected to something that's familiar or am I going to be brave enough to fully release that and let it rest in the court of course you know the devil's advocate the voice in the back of my head is speaking up but like insane but that's not fair. You went through so much. You're allowed to feel sad. You came out on the other side of something, losing a relationship and losing a partner. And to that, to me, <laughs> I say my feelings can be valid and still be unproductive to dwell in. I am allowed to feel those feelings. Feel them all the way through. Feel them to the point that I've cried, that I've rolled around on the floor, <laughs> that I really sat in it and expressed it. But I also am allowed to choose new thoughts that create new feelings, that create new states of being. What I don't want to do is get really, really good at being really, really sad all the time. What I don't want to do is get really good at picking up all my problems and just running with them, but keeping them right there on my shoulder. The power is in the freedom to be able to traverse 
up and down the ladder of emotions without getting stuck in one particular part of that spectrum. Thanks for hanging out with me. If this resonated with you, brought anything up that was productive for you, let me know down in the comments. I'll see you in the next one. Peace.